You're listening to the Stories from Africa podcast hosted by Lawrence Magaya. This is a series titled Breaking Jemima and you're listening to episode 5 titled Getting Married. The events here in happened so this is a true story. Keep listening. Oh so this time you decided to go and volunteer. Let me volunteer. Mama, Mama Fatuma Jodenson. Okay. And I'm like, ah, I will go there, I'll be a volunteer. And then um, in the process, uh, I talked to one of the social workers and they, they said they can assist me to go to school. But remember now I'm sana. So they're like, unless they take me to a course, any course that I want. And I'm like, no, I'm not interested in course. I want to go. I need to understand. I need to know. This, this, this was my dream to go back to school. So when during the time I was there, uh, I would go in the morning. We do. I can assist in the kitchen, or I can assist the the small kids. Remember the the circumstances their kids when they are eight, eh? when they are small kids. So I will take care of those kids, and then I'll go. One day I was told by a certain lady, you know, you are not um, uh, Muslim. Yes, you're not a Muslim, and in order for you to get everything, you need to change your name to start dressing like us and then we're gonna give you a name so they gave me a name uh-huh. so when they give me a name then they told me I, I started dressing like them you know when now I, I was like I think here is where God is the quench of God started coming back but I was like the, the God that I'm looking for is not the God in Christianity it's the God here because I can see these people they love me so much nothing is happening like the weird stuff in the experience I had with churches, mm-hmm. this one is very different because I'm just going there and then I learn about the, 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 wherever, the word, then I do whatever I'm doing. And in the evening, I'm not going empty handed. These ones, they were genuine. They will give me something. I'll be given food, especially when, when they slaughter, I will go home with a lot of meat. I will go home with a lot of, uh, there's a day like that's this and Wednesday, I remember there were pies. So Henry, wherever they are, we thank them, eh? They used to take pies there. So I will carry a lot. And I'm like, these ones, this now, now this is the way. These ones, they are not, I'm not a slave. Mm. I, I came to volunteer, but I'm getting um, some something. value out of it. Yes. For the first time I felt they value me. They, 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 they respect me. Mm. Nobody is doing nasty stuff. They, they know what they are doing and they are good. And even the women there, they are very good. They are teaching me. I started knowing how to, to brew tea. They told me tea is brewed. Like, they taught me so many, 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 many things. Mm-hmm. And so I told, one day I told the social worker, I really need to, to, to go to school. Uh, during that time, I wanted to go to school. They had a fight. Mm-hmm. The, the, the Mamfatuma had issues with, with the soup came and the ones who were managing, they had issues. They went to court. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they lost the case. So Mama Fatuma students home became under soup came and all that. So the social worker had to leave the, the place mm-hmm. and the man that I knew had to leave this place. So I was like, now what do I do? Because I was not born and here, you know, they help the kids who have grown there. So they changed the lower, very changed. Eh? I decided, ah, I'm done with, with everything. Let me just go because they won't understand. Mm-hmm. And uh, when I went back, I was like, Sasa, what do I do? Uh, I can't go to school. Nobody has money to pay for me. Uh, at that point, I'm like, this is the end of me. So no going back to school. Uh, maybe I should look for a house, uh, for a house help job. And I went and I found a house help job. Uh, there's a lady. 
and she told me I'll be helping. Uh, she was she was very okay when I went there, and she'll tell me go back home. I can't say I'm finding a job. taking care of the kids and then going back home in the evening. And then I was like, this one is not paying. I found a guy who had um, pigs. And then they told me, uh, you'll be coming, you feed the pigs. We, there's a way, a pig, if it's set to eat at 6 a.m., mm-hmm. by the time 6 a.m. in Africa, it has already started to shout and wail and do all that. So you have to be there. So I think I thought, ah, this one is okay. One day, I remember when feeding the pigs, I remember the prodigal son. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, so this is me. <laughs> I, I ran away from the word of God. I ran away from God. This is what I'm doing feeding the pigs and all that but that one was okay because after feeding the pigs uh then we'll go to the farm mm-hmm. we plant or whatever in vibaruas a bomber too after the the vibaruas i will go home at afternoon i'm always at home at four uh, i go back and then we finish i'm good and then you i was being paid every day mm-hmm. so i started saving money i will make sure i save money and i was like Whatever I went through, my brother wants to go through that. I will make sure my brother and knows what bread is. When I was growing up, bread was hey, a delicacy, you know. Now you see, I'm not going back to school. I'm not going to church, but um, I'm lost. There, I'm lost. Then one day I was like, why can't I go back to, to Mama Fatima Children's Home and talk to them? Because mm. these ones, they are, they, 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 what I saw and the experience there, these people are good. So I went and I found someone there and I told them I used to be a volunteer during a certain time. And they welcomed me and they were like, why did you leave? I was like, because I was not, I, I'm not an orphan. And then they were like, no, it's okay. You can still, you want to be volunteer? Yeah, you're good. You can start, you when can you start? And then I was like, today. So I was told to go to, they start, the, the guys started sending me to take care of, they were small kids. Eh? So uh, I would go to school. When the parents, the guardians are needed, I will go. And then in the process, one month, two months, they're still giving me money. I'm still getting, these people are so good. To me, these ones are not behaving like Christians. Nobody's telling me all the nasty things and I'm not a slave. So one day I shared and I told one of the Yahya that I want to go back to school. And they told me, it's okay, let's go to Muslim girls and then you can do an interview. If you pass, well and good. If you don't pass, we'll see what to do. So, of course, when I went there, of course, I failed. These are many years I've been out of school. I know nothing. So uh, they told me, now you have failed. What, can we take you to Madrasa? Madrasa, you learn a lot, tailoring, blah, blah, blah. I went, I was shown a certain Madrasa in Pangani. I was to start that Madrasa. And then I'm like, ah, man, this Madrasa. Um, I started thinking, no, I, I really need to go to school. So in the process, I'm, I'm still thinking of going to school, but I'm going there, volunteering, doing a lot. Uh, I'm learning about Islam and all that and all that. And then I was like, ah, this is not my dream. Let me just go and become what other girls become, the ones who never went to school, never did anything. And now I'm done. Mm-hmm. I, with school now, I've decided this dream will never come be. to pass. Yeah. It will never be. It will never be. So before that, uh, I will not mention his name. He used to come to that place, the orphanage. He was one of these big men. So he told me, I understand you want to go to school here. Yeah? And he will send me to run errands. 
And me, I'm like, this, this is a man I respect. He's respectable. So one day he took me to his home. He told me I need to see his family as, as I move out we, instead of staying there. Because there were times I would sleep in the orphanage. Mm-hmm. So one day he took me to his home. And I'm like, ah, it's okay. Yeah, it's fine. I met the, the wives, the friends. It was like a party. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, ooh. And then he said, you, you're going to spend the night. I'm like, okay. You know me, I'm, I'm okay. At the end of it all, I'm still that child. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that was the first time. The second time, another time he told me, you, you, we are going to go. You go and see my people. I'm like, yeah, let's go. So we went. So wait, uh, the, the first time mm-hmm. you go to the, his it place? It was like a, a, a party. So you spend the night? I spent the night we, the and I was not alone. Yeah, we okay. were so many. We went back to the orphanage and then uh, it, I couldn't go every day. You know, you don't volunteer Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Yeah. So when I'm volunteering, I will find him and I will go to the kitchen, get tea, what to do, whatever I'm doing. If today we are we are doing laundry, we do. If we are doing, we are cooking, we cook. So now I got used to them. All of them I know who is who, the kids, when we, when they are, there's any activity in schools, I'm the one who used to go to these primary schools. Mm. So uh, so when he they invite me, me, I'm okay. So one of the ladies told me, ah, even today, uh, people are meeting there in South Bay, there's something going on. And I'm like, you want to come? I'm like, yeah, okay. I, I, am I engaged with, with anything? No. Ah, fine, we go. Now it became a routine. Uh, on Fridays, I would go and spend there. Now, one of the Fridays, uh, after I showered now when I'm sleeping, a, a, a lady came. Mm-hmm. One of the ladies came and told me, you know, uh, you know, you're supposed to get married. I can't wait to see your wedding. I'm like, oh, yeah, one day, not now, you know. For now, I'm still thinking I'm going to, to do other things. And then she's like, what do you mean another day? See, you, you are getting married to Fulani. Mm-hmm. Actually... We are supposed to go and look for saris or whatever, plan the wedding. I'm like, whose wedding? So I sat down. It was in the middle of the night. I'm like, whose wedding? And then she told me, you are getting married. I'm like, to who? Mm-hmm. Me, me. I, I don't even have a boyfriend. What, what are you talking about? And then she's like, I thought you knew you are going to be the fourth wife. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what? My world. Mm-hmm. I'm like... I'm getting married to the as a fourth wife. To who? I'm still asking her to who, and then she mentioned their name. I'm like, who said? Mm-hmm. There's nothing, you know. This is a man. He's a mature man. Mm-hmm. I've never seen him. He has never told me anything. He never even showed any sign that he's interested in me. So I asked her, why are you saying that I'm getting married to to this man? And then she's like, why do you think all this has been happening? You, you think, when you thought, you, what did you think? I'm like, like what? And then she's like, you have been coming to our home many times. You are welcomed. You sit down with us. We eat together. We have fun. Every function we call you. When you go to the volunteer, as a volunteer, you're supposed not to be paid or anything. You, you get paid. You get enough food. You get, eh, it's a, it's a, it's NATO handout. Me, I'm like, cause I'm like an orphan. That is why you people treat me this way. Cause I brought myself, you you have never seen, you know my story because I had given them my story. Mm. And then I'm like, I thought you were doing this kind of, cause of kind, uh, it's a kind of gesture. Mm. I sat down and I'm remembering the the, the red beard. (laughs) Let me laugh. I could could not see anything else. I was looking, I'm imagining this man with the red beard, me as the father, what, what is all this? So she left me. When she left, the man came. I will not mention him. 
he came and told me, I understand you don't understand. You're supposed to be my wife. I'm like, yeah. You know me, I don't know. I'm like, yeah. I, I thought when I was reading some books and novels, there's this Kukatia thing, you know. And if I may ask, so this this lady that came to talk to you about being married, is he one of the wives? Yeah. And she's welcoming me. Actually, she told me to na karibisha in Kiswahili. We welcome you. You're going to be one of us as we love each other. This this is normal. I, in fact, she went deep and told me, you know, it's allowed according to our wherever it is allowed. I'm like, no, this is not me. I, this is not me. What, what are you talking about? So the guy came and he told me, you didn't know that. I, I didn't tell you. I'm like, no, you didn't tell me. And then he, he asked me, you didn't see the way I look at you. I'm like, how do you look at me? You know me, I was used to, as I, I, I was a slave, eh? mm-hmm. like I told you. A slave, do you look at your master's eyes? You don't even think about your master and anything. So me, I grew up knowing the, uh, when a man is around, that is a man. Even if I will go and be sent. And then he told me, have you never noticed why every time when you reach, the day you, are, you come to the orphanage, the first thing you are told in the kitchen, take this tea. And me, I'm like, because I've just arrived, so they are giving me errands. And then he's like... Girl child. <laughs> How old are you at this point now? I'm 17. I'm like, okay. So all this while, since primary, you've not gone back to school? I've not. I've not gone to school. So since nine years old, now you're 17 years yeah, old. Yeah, I haven't gone back to school. You've just been moving up, up and about. Up and, up and, and, think, and still pursuing... Your dream. Uh, my dream, two, two, two dreams. One was I really wanted to know who is this God. Yes, yes. Then I was the, seeking this God. Who, the voices I used to hear, the dreams I used to dream, the angels I used to see, are they real? So you have Secondly, this, this, this the desire. Yes. I want to see God, and that is why here I'm seeing these sons are oh, right. Yeah, these sons are good. They are not doing like Christians. Mm, it makes sense. It makes sense. Now this is what God does, does because God is love. They're showing me love, yeah. and then that is one dream. The second dream is. Someone who's going to help me to go back to school. Now, I was shocked. Anyway, I think shock was my other name. I used to get shocked. Eh? So I'm looking at him and he tells me, you have never understand why I always insist to make my tea and you bring. And even if you come late, I'm like, when tea is born. But I remembered, oh, yeah. Whenever someone else take the tea, he will complain. We could hear him complaining. Me, I'm like, we are like, ah, naena kilele wajua. So we are, we are sengenyaring him. So I'm like, oh my God. Yeah, this is what was, oh, yani, I was, what do you say? Ile kufunguka, kufunga mdomo nusifunge. You gasp. Yeah, yeah, that's, and then I'm like, what about my education? And then he's like, you, you are, I'm going to marry you. Now he's, he's start explaining. I'm going to marry you. You'll be my fourth wife. And then I'll be taking you to school and taking you back. And then I'm like, what if I get pregnant? And then it's like, when you get a baby, you stay home. And then afterwards, you can go back to school. And then I'm like, so it's not, it's normal. And then he's like, yeah, to us, uh, you know, wherever it's normal. This this happens. And then I'm looking at him. I'm like, I'm just 17. He's telling me, you, you, you are mature enough. And then he tells me, now, tomorrow we need to go, you, we tell your people so that you get married and all that. 
And then I was like, okay, I need to go. And, and then I was like, I just need to tell my grandmother. I don't need to tell even anyone else, my mother. I couldn't wait for morning to come. And in I didn't sleep. I could just picture myself and this man. Mm. This is someone I've been seeing, like he's an elder. Why, why? And I was very angry. How old in terms of age was this man? I think, uh, if I'm not wrong, maybe he was around 60. Yeah. And, I, and the other wives, would you be able to were, tell? Yeah, they were mature. Mm -hmm. Only the one who was talking to me, the one who looked like, let's say, 20-something years. So this time you are the youngest? Yeah, now I'll be the youngest, the fourth one. And then they, they are good. To, they live together. They are happy. I'm like, they, that is how they live. They told me that is how they live. So, so in other words, what you saw in these people was something genuine? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, so far from the time I, I knew myself, this is the first time I'm seeing people who are genuine. And even as much as I was shocked, I was happy that he told me. I'm looking at him. I'm like, he has not been, he has not misbehaved the way other people, the other people were misbehaving. This one is okay. But when morning comes, I go home and I, I sit down and I tell my grandmother, my grandmother, the first thing she tells me, wait, wait, you know, when you die, we won't bury you. I'm like, Connie, I'm going to die before you. But but I thought when you get married, when you die, you don't get buried by your family. <laughs> no, she's telling me. No, the way she was telling me, she was telling me when you the moment you become their people, you'll never come here, you'll never follow our rules. We cannot even bury you, we cannot even see your cops or run. She told me so many things. And then she's like, Yes, we have been getting all the good goodies, but no. You are going to disown your people. You are going to go forever and forever. You'll never be seen. Actually, then she started telling me, this one can take even outside Kenya and we'll never ever see you. And then there was a friend who I told, uh, may she rest in peace. Her name was Catherine. She told me, let's go to her. Then they had TV. And I watched my first time to watch Not Without My Daughter. There's a movie called that. Not Without My Daughter. Yeah, that movie. And I was shocked. This is what these people do. So, because the lady got married in, in, in America. Then the time came for her to visit the husband's family. When she reached there, they were very good. Then they started changing drastically. She was, start, she was forced to become like them, dress like them. So many things happened. When you watch that movie, so me, I saw myself in that movie, not without my daughter. And I was like, wow, then no, this is not the dream. And you're coming from a past of slavery. Yeah. And so here you, I'm seeing. You can see you're almost going to be another slave. Another slave. And now this time, not in Kenya. At least in Kenya, there's a way. Here I'm like, maybe this person, as, as my grandmother is telling me, she may take me outside. And this is what will happen to me. I watched that movie. It was the time there were no CDs those times. So it's the maybe. VCR. Yeah. So I would watch. I'm like. Let me rewind and see again and again and again until it hit me. So I cut off. I decided enough is enough. I'm not going to search these things. I'm going to wait for fate. That is what I told myself. Fate will find me now. I'm done with seeking God. I'm done with seeking education. It is not even a must. I, I, I'm like, how many people have I seen who never went to school and they still, they're still alive? So I decided, let me start doing casual jobs. Then as we were, we were talking, uh, I went back to my mom and I told her, mom, you know, I've been searching God and searching school. And then she told me, you really want to go back to school? She told me this adult education. I'm like, oh, yeah, 
there's something like adult education. She told me, yeah, you just need to go to adult education and you're good to go. Mm-hmm. And that is now I decided now because you, mom, you won't pay for my adult education because if you had been able to pay for my, if you had been able to take of, care of me, none of this, all this drama that happened wouldn't have happened. Mm-hmm. So me, what do I do? I go and look for a job mm-hmm. in a, a hotel. I found a lady. This lady, I told her everything about my life history and she's like, okay, you'll be working and then you'll be going at four for your education. And I'm like, finally, this is now, uh, at least, uh, uh, God, even if you don't hear, I used to tell God, I never used to pray, like, uh, Leos, did you come out? You are around. So if today you hear, because <laughs> I had known he, he left. To me, I used to tell people, God left. He went to Antarctica. You know Antarctica? Oh, Pluto. Mm, the farthest planet in the wherever. So she tells me I can I can go work and then I can be able to take care of myself. So see, now I'm on and off. Huh? I'm on and off and I'm like, uh, where is this hotel? And then she tells me it is in a, a place called Kayole. That is where she was opening her hotel. And I'm like, okay. Then she tells me mm, in the morning, because when when we are not opening, she she's decided to be doing uh, French fries, pr- chips. Eh? So we don't need to open asubui. So she tells me I go to her house, I do house chores. That's I became her maid. Eh? So I'm working at her house, and then we go to the hotel, and then at four I go to to school. So remember, still the spirit of slavery is still there. Because in the morning, she's not paying me to do whatever I'm doing, taking care of her kids, taking them to school, um, washing, doing the laundry. And then we go to the hotel. So the, the little money I will get, because she said she'll be paying me per day. Mm-hmm. I find my, my way to St. Peter's Club. I go there and I'm like, oh, I'm not the only one. The first time I entered, I expected to be the only one. Mm-hmm. I found so many people and I'm like, Wow. Ah, so this is the world. I thought I'm the only one who has never gone to school. I found so many people and they were very friendly. And everybody has the history why they never went to school. Some will tell me uh, whatever happened, we started sharing. You know, when, when you meet, you want to know why are you here? And then they'll give you stories and I'm like, oh, so we are in the world and these things happen. Now, in the process of going to school, uh, I decided um, I'm not going to do what other people do. I'm not going to do what other girls do. I'm not going to be me. There are so many ladies like me, but I want to be me. I will call myself and call myself and say, you, you are going, You. there are so many beautiful, young, pretty ladies who do a lot to get money and to achieve their goals but me i'm going to do it different it doesn't matter so on when 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 you're not going to the hotel because there was a time you know she was she marriage in kenya is very tricky there are times they will fight with the husband so we close the hotel so we are not opening so when we are not opening what do i do i look for other casual jobs eh? even if it's sweeping wherever whatever evil because when they're fighting with the man i want to go to her, her house she had already told me when we fight to the man, don't come to my house. Reason, best reasons known to her. So uh, back in, in Rai, there's this, there was a surveyor who would see, they had a land and the wife. They would call me for Vibarua, Kupanda, Maragwe, Kupalilia. 
So I will go when they have the, they will come and call me, come, come, and then I will go and I help them. And I will see the way this Savia's wife is living and I'm like, oh my goodness. Okay, you people, you have money, but why is this? You know, the dramas, African dramas. Eh? And she will talk to me when I find her in uh, full mood. She'll tell me this is what he did and this is what, and she'll tell me, please, no matter what happens, don't ever allow anyone to demean you. And I will be like, oh, me, I can't allow. And then she'll tell me, take your time, don't get married as per now. And I'm like, ah, me, 10 years to come is when I'll get married. So one day this man comes and finds us to Kipanda. And she was like, and he told the wife, this girl is very active. And I'm like, who wants to get married? That is what I just said. And then every time he will tell me, me, I will make sure the man I get for you will be a man who will not mistreat you. And I'm looking at him, I'm like, no, you are a drunkard. And the way you, you, I can see what you do to, you mistreat your wife in a, one way or another. Why, 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 why are you telling me you're going to get a husband? And then I asked the lady, why, why, why is it that you stay here and you don't go? And then she told me, because we in Africa, we are supposed to love better and for us. And then she told me, she, I did a church wedding. I can't go because of the law, the vows in the church. Mm -hmm. So me, I knew when you do a church wedding, you can't go. That is what she told me. Now, one day, one time, they had a party of their son. Uh -huh. I'm still doing the school thing, but I'm really straining because you understand now... The, the other the hotel was literally ilifungo kabisa. So I'm doing the casual jobs. Any, any, I've never chosen any job. So one day they had a party. And when they had a party, the lady told me you'll come and assist me to, to do the chores. Eh? I remember I washed a lot of utensils. Oh, when I remember those utensils until I'm like, okay. So she, the man came, I found me when I'm almost done. And she came, he, the man came and told me the owner of the homestead. Come, 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 come. And then I'm like, okay, maybe I'm, he's sending me. You know, he's, he's still the master. This, this thing, I used to see these people as the master. So when I went, he introduced me to someone. And then he told me, this one is a very good friend of mine. And then he said, this girl, um, I do not want her to ever get uh, astray. So I want you, one, one time when you want to marry, you'll marry this one. And then I look at him and I look at the man, I'm like, both of you are holding wherever beer. I don't want to mention which brand. We are not advertising the brand. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, what are you telling me? And then I left them and I went back to do my duties. And the story, I was like, I brushed it off. He came later in the evening and told me that man is a very potential man. Don't look at his drinking with me and all that. He, if you get married to him, you're good to go. All the problems you have been going through will come, will be over. It's someone, who, you know, when they start telling you uh, he's young, he has properties, he has money. I'm like, which money? I, I brush it off. I never wanted to entertain that. So this guy one day, after that, eh, see, I'm on and off ease of Ibarua, wherever I'm doing my stuff. I'm still learning. Mm -hmm. I, this, one day I'm, I'm around in my home area. I see this man. He's wearing gum boots and overall. It's full of blood. I'm like, what? During the, and the way the sun is hot. And then he shouts my name. And you can imagine, I'm, <laughs> why are you shouting my name? Why? And then he's like, you don't remember me? I'm like, where? Oh, yeah. And then he tells me, I was coming literally to see you. And I'm like, he came that way. I'm like, 
umepanda gari matatu this way the way you are and then he's like yeah and then he's like i just wanted us to talk and then uh, first of all i'm pissed off you you're shouting my name mm-hmm. the sun is so hot you're still wearing gumboots overall what you know and then me nimetoka kibarua you know as a girl you don't want to be seen this way mm-hmm. now i know it's the the owner of the land the, that guy had told akokwashamba na lima so go you'll find so i'm like oh, who does this how do you tell a guy who is interested in me to come and see me the way i am you know as a girl this this stuff we look at i've not showered my hair is unkept so do what and we had a talk and then he he tells me i'll come tomorrow to see you i'm like okay fine so it became a norm he would come and see me and we talk and then i'm like okay fine i never asked him what he does ati unafanyanga kazi wapi or whatever or why you dressed this way i never that was not in me and then uh what, after one month so one day the guy comes and calls me at home and tells me uh we are going to see him i trusted this man so much and then i'm like uh we are going to see him where in his house and then i told him listen i had vowed let me let me go back to dogo i had vowed mm-hmm. the house that i will enter if it's a man's house i will never get out because i could see what girls do i could see where we where we are living before my mom built the house we had rented so the the kid you know this rich kid eh? he, every friday he will come with a girl and the following day saturday when the guy when he wakes up he, he will call me and tell me now i've gone I have a visitor show her around keep her busy blah 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 because I still used to do where we had rented they still used to do labor jobs for them and then he would tell me mfanye kazi na huyo msiana blah 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 so we work we do wherever the girl who sweeps the compound even slasher plants do what uh, laundry comes Sunday Monday the girl they goes next weekend another one comes and then I'm like what until one day now i had to ask him flani every weekend you bring different girls what is wrong don't you have one girlfriend and then he told me listen women are fishes i remember those words we are me i'm the fisherman and this is a sea the dolphin knows there's a shark the shark knows there's a whale the whale knows there's a tilapia the tilapia knows there's a swordfish he was counting the fishes until he, the small fish is called the omena so i am like what are you saying he said i'm the fisherman so today i can feel like dolphin tomorrow the shark next weekend omena i really really felt so bad i'm like so this guy you see women as this is this is how this is, in my okay i was like this is what men this is how they see women so that is why so oh my goodness so i vowed if going to a man's house you do all this laundry you work you do what you cook you want to be mrs perfect so they, this is what they talk because if he had the audacity to tell me so this is what they discuss that is what i was telling yeah i'm like this will never happen to me and it never happened to me i said i will never go to a boy at a boy child this new boyfriend i go to your house never because me i'm like uh-uh, i would i don't want to be the omena actually at least a dolphin <laughs> omena no so at least he he was an eye opener 
so during all this time, me, I've never done these nasty things that girls do. So this time, the guy tells me, uh, we should go and see a friend. And I'm like, no, I don't do that. That is not me. If he wants to see me the way he has been coming, let him come. And then he's like, no, there's a party. I'm like, especially now there's a party is when I don't. Let me go to to let me go to your house where your wife is he can come and we can talk now who's telling you this the survey the guy may he rest in peace he died recently so i he's like he told me he called me and told me i'm queer i'm like weird or queer that was the the first time nobody i had not gone to school so i'm wondering because he told me you're so queer i'm like what is queer because he has told me that and he's angry. You're so queer and he left. So me, I'm like, I don't care. I will not do what I said or not to do. I have to prove to the world wrong. I have to prove to the people wrong. I will, whether Regardless whether I'm 18 or 19 or 50, I have to prove to the world wrong. And I had said, the house that I will enter, if it is a man's house, I will not get out. That is what I had said. So eventually the, the boy child was very uh, persistent, eh? So he came and uh, we kept kept on talking. And one day he tells me, you know, let's meet. I show you the business that I do. I'm like, oh, interesting. He asked me, do you know how to play? Those are the days pool was being played. Eh? And you remember there was, there was a time, 99, when we were being told the world is coming to an end, to yes. 2000. Now I'm like, oh, he tells me, no, the world is coming to an end. And then he was the first person to see with a mobile phone. Because I remember... Uh, 98. 98 is when we could hear there's something called a phone that you carry with your hand and I'm like, ooh, and all that and all that. Now, I'm like, he has a phone and then he tells me, you know, pool table. I'm like, okay, yeah, pool, yeah. And then I'm like, I've never seen this game. He tells me, I need to teach you about this game. And I owe like three or four tables. That is how, now he told me I go and see. So when I went and, and saw me, and then he tries to teach me, but I'm not getting. And then he tells me, this is one table here. There's another one there. There's another one there. This is my business. And I also work in a slaughterhouse. And he didn't tell me what he does in a slaughterhouse. He told me, I also work in a slaughterhouse. That is why you see me coming the way I'm coming. And I'm like, okay, good. And then he asked me, you, what do you do? And I'm looking at him. I'm like, you know, uh, of course you have found me not once or twice. So I told him, I didn't tell him the whole baggage. I just told him, me, I'm a girl who has passed through a lot, but I want to prove to the world wrong. That is what I told him. And then he asked me, are you in college? I'm looking at him. I'm like, dude, you, do you even know? I, I'm like, do I tell you I'm still in Gumbaru? And I'm like, I didn't tell him. I told him, no, I'm not in college. I'm still learning. And then I saw, I told him e, EGCD. And then he's like, what is EGCD? And then I told him that's a story for another day. I remember that day. I can even remember how I was dressed. And then he told me, okay, fine. Let me show you my house. When you see my house, just to see. And then I'm like, ah, just to see. Kwan is going to strangle me. Ah, that's how. So see, I went to see. When I went to see, I found he was taking care of, uh, he told me this guy, I stay with him. His mother and father, they, they are gone, eh? So he's an orphan, so he comes, he does run errands, and then he goes. Take that again. So he told you? Uh, I see his house. Huh? Mm -hmm. So when I went to, I was like, ah, to see his house, Kwani, ah, he's not going to strangle me. So I got the courage and I went. 
So when I went, uh, I found a small boy and he told me, this one is an orphan who comes. I give him, he ran errands and then I pay him. But I have also told him to go to school and all that and all that. And I'm like, ah, that is very good. And so he tells the guy, go and get us the food. So we are there eating. I'm like, ah, see, I'm just eating. And then I go. And I'm like, wow, I've broken my vow. Because I said, this I will never do. So, so we are eating. Eh, by the time we are eating, you know, I'm still like a girl. I'm trying to pretend. But though I've never been shy. Mm-hmm. So we are eating. He's trying to see. Uh, he loves games. So he's still trying to teach me poker and all that and all that. And that is how I got married. <laughs> the one time you left and went to this man's house, that is how you... Yes, because now... In the process of eating and poker, a lot will happen that I don't need to tell you. And I'm like, uh, this has happened. And I'm like, how do I, how do I go about this? So he tells me, don't worry. There's nothing wrong. Actually, you spend the night, you'll go tomorrow. So I'm like, okay. um, hmm." For the first time, I'm spending the night in a man's house. The other times I spend either in those institutions that I was telling you. So in the morning, I'm like, uh, how do I go home? How do I tell mom? Because I have, I'm not in, now here I am. I've been, he left very early at four. So I'm in the house. And you're alone. I'm alone. And I'm looking at, uh, here, I'm not being told to wash Vyombo. I'm not being told to do laundry, but I'm in a man's house. So what is going on? I'm like, what happened? And I'm like, ah, should I go home? And I'm like, no. I went back to sleep. At 8 a.m., he came and told me I never, he never left breakfast. So he gave me money and told me, you sort yourself, I'm going back to work. So I'm like, I'm still seated. I'm thinking, what do I go and tell my mom? How do I tell her that I slept in a man's house? And then I remember the story of Omena and Buta and Tilapia and all those. I'm like, oh my goodness. So at the end of it all, I'll still fall. I am. And I decided I'll not even make breakfast. So as, as a girl who grew up doing all this, eh? so I arranged the house. I did a lot of work. I washed. I'm like, literally wallow. And I decided, let me, let me cook for this guy. So when he came and found food, he was like, for the first time, the house is smelling food. And then he told me, you know, I married you yesterday. And I'm like, you married me? And then he told me, yeah, you don't know I married you? And I'm like, that is how someone, um, I remember there was a time I was to be married by a Muslim. Here there's another one. Korean people get married now. <laughs> and then I'm like, I got married. He tells me, yeah, me, me, I don't want to joke around. If you're ready, we are good to go. You are my wife. And I'm like, now I got married. All along, I never thought. So it's so easy to get married. And here I am, I've been suffering. Uh, see, I would have gotten married 10 years ago. <laughs> Because <laughs> now I'm, here I am, and he leaves the money. He goes, and then in the uh, around four, he brings his friends, come and meet this lady. And you know, at that time, I'm still I'm speaking very nice English, so mm-hmm. they don't know my story. They don't know what what is going on. And I'm like, okay, uh, uh, this lady, that is her name. Now she's my wife. Hiya. In the process of being introduced, I'm like, now I got married. That is the second day. The second night, now I sleep. I'm like, I, I slept the second night. I, in the morning, I wake up. So this is two days, two days, two nights. Mm. I'm not, okay. Now it's still not sinking in. So I spent the whole day and then uh, I remember I decided the best thing to do. Remember that girl I told you, the one who told me to be 
doing volunteering work. Mm-hmm. I decided let me go and look for her because she was a clerk. She was working as a clerk. So I went and looked for her in town. And I told her this, and uh, you know what? I'm in trouble. I've been a ma- in a man's house for two days. And she's looking at me. So, you know, to her, you what? And then I'm like, that is so wrong. It is against moral. I've, I grew up knowing this is wrong. This is not supposed to happen. And then she's like, so who is this man? And then I tell her, and then she's like, what is the man saying that I'm married? And then she's like, no, you can't get married. You still have dreams. You're still young. You 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 know nothing. And then I'm like, yeah, but then I know nothing. But how do I go back home? And then she's like, girl, where do you come from? Who brewed? Where? Actually, I remember in Ulisa, you are cultivated with it. <laughs> In each land. Well, Because she's like, I'm like, yeah, you call me Mjinga, but this thing is in Anisumbua. So I told her, you know what? I'm just going to go somewhere. I'm not going back home mm-hmm. and I'm not going to this man's house and then she tells me that is so wrong because this man hasn't wronged you and there's no need of you running you just go back home and continue with life do whatever you're doing finish your education and other stuff mm-hmm. as we were speaking as we were speaking that those were the days when Tausin de Gewangu was Ilkuenavoma those days. Mm-hmm. So there's one of the characters used to live in my home area. So I see him as we were taking coffee. And then I tell him, I, I really like acting. And he's he's like, You like acting? Yeah, okay. Uh, you come and look for me somewhere and then we'll discuss. So uh, so I'm like, okay, this is something also positive that is coming. And then I'm like, ah, let me just go back to that house. So I went back. Now this is the third day. And I'm like, now I've gotten married. Mm-hmm. And so far, it's not that bad. Because here I have the freedom. Um, especially when I saw myself opening the key. Hey, opening the door. I'm like, whoa, it feels good. For the first time, I feel normal. All my years, I've not been feeling normal. Mm-hmm. I've been feeling not normal. So the, I told him I need to go back home and tell my mom that uh, I've gotten married. And he's like, it's okay. Believe you me when I tell you this. I never went home. Where did you go to? <laughs> Shock on me. You remember the same, 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 same place in Keno? Yes. That's where I went. Thanks for listening to the Stories from Africa podcast Breaking Jemima series. Let's catch up in episode 6 where we talk about Jemima's darkest night. Keep listening.